Good evening, everyone. Welcome to RAWF After Hours right here on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am Lord Amadeus, your host, the owner of RAWF in the game we all know and love as a wrestler unstoppable. My co-host, he is the legendary luchador... Starting to get a little festive, starting to get a little excited for the holidays, and uh, you know, no maestro too, so that that kind of helps. Uh, I my head, see it. I'm not, not not fighting some inner demon, and you know, worrying about thunder and lightning and zapping you and stuff like that. So it's good, it's all good. But so, ladies and gentlemen, our next pay per view, of course, is this upcoming Friday night. It is RAWF Black Friday live from Madison Square Garden. Uh, November 27th, we will be live right here on the Back to Basics Radio Network Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Black Friday. We will not have an REWF After Hours next Saturday night, nor will we have a Superstars next Sunday. So after Black Friday, the rest of the weekend, uh, I'm taking off. So just saying, just letting y'all know. Uh, Yes, staying away from people. That seems like reasonable plan, really. You know, this this is this this in 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 the in what we've been going through, what this world has been going through over the last few months. I want to stay away from people. That's what we're going to do. But at anywho, so that's the plan, ladies and gentlemen. There will be a superstars tomorrow, and I'll tell you more about that in just a few minutes. Uh, but Black Friday should be very interesting. But El Vacant, why don't you <laughs> kick us kick us off with the early rankings? We have. Right right now, the early rankings for this period. Uh, so do that voodoo you love to do. All right, here we go. So as you said, this is the first time I'm going to be reading for this period. We're only four matches in out of the possible ten. Uh, so, you know, take that with a grain of salt, you know, that with your margarita, I guess. All right, in 25th place, and we have your boy, Blaze McCoy. In 24th, we have the man with whom, well, has a face again, Uncle Frank. We have 23rd, we have, oh, God, this name is so long. Mrs. Luzon, Warrior Queen, Falcon, Hawk, Tiger, Bamboo. I don't know. Um, In 22nd place, we have uh, Domino Warrior. In 21st place, we have Liam O'Shaughnessy. In 20th place, we have Damia, the Dark-Hearted Siren. It's fun to say, the Dark-Hearted Siren. I mean, I don't think she needed to be that cute, but it's pretty cute. In 19th place, we have the Original Bully. In 18th place, we have Hot Chat Chat. In 17th place, we have our current world champion, the Mithras. In 16th place, we have our current FUBAR city champion, the Cougar. In 15th place, we have Crushing Kelly. 
In 14th place, we have our current estrogen champion, Tigress. In 13th place, we have Bonies. It's not fun to say anymore, because now it's just dirty. Before, it was fun. <laughs> um, in 12th place, in 12th place, we have our Teflon Dragon champion, uh, Teflon Sheik. Yeah, good for him. Uh, in 11th place, we have IKP. That's right. He is Iceman King Parsons is in 11th place. All right. In the, in, now we get to the top 10. In 10th place, we have Nightcrawler. In 9th place, we have Lady Vex. In 8th place, we have the power player himself, Luke Cage. In 7th place, we have our current national champion, the Paragon of Greatness. Uh, in 6th place, oh, this is, I always like saying, I always like this one. In 6th place, we have our current Midnight Oval champion, Olane Palo. Uh, in 5th place, we have our current multi, multimedia champion, the so-called Good man, Claymore. Right. In fourth place, we have oh god, sorry, already. Our current men's white lightning Hatfield McCoy Superstars Ultimate Gauntlet Champion, the Immortal Griffith. God, that's a long name. All right. In third place, we have Scythe. In second place, we have oh wait for it, hold on. <laughs> Beast. And in first, wait, what did it say? Is 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 this right? Mm-hmm. Bondi, are you are you for real here? It is indeed correct. I have to say this. Well, I mean, you, okay, you want to add it? Go ahead. I mean, if you say it's right, I, I got I'll go with it. In first place, I, currently is Strangleheart. So congratulations to him. So, and that is true. That is the first four out of ten, and uh, we got a little caveat to the number one spot, Strangleheart the winner of the extra points tournament for this rankings period, which oh, that, would uh, do it. that would, that is, that is, uh, that has certainly helped. No doubt about it, that he is now in first place, but it is still early. Still a lot of work, still six, of, six matches left to go for everybody. So, but I can tell you right now, uh, this is going to be one hell of a fight uh, in the top four, five, five, six, seven, eight, the top 10 as a, as a whole is going to be one hell of a fight because we got some everybody that's in that top 10 has been doing one hell of a job not just winning matches but talking the talk so yeah plus who knows it's going it it can it will change and of course you won't know have an update uh the next update will of course will not be till December 5th when we go live <laughs> you have to wait the, so, you know, but I have posted uh, the rankings in the top 25 scene. And, of course, remember, these are unofficial rankings and cannot be used to challenge for title matches as of yet. All right. So let's get to Not some. Yeah, you hold your horses, you greedy peoples. Yes, greedy peoples, hold your horses. With that being said. Uh, let's get to some GM reports. I will start with a psycho girl. Her road to stardom week four matches are done. You have seven that have made it to the entranceway. Painwrecker, Hawkster, Damia, Redneck Avenger, Tiggs, Claymore, and Dees have all made it to the entranceway. Seven, seven people won their second try and now are headed to the interview area. Cassie Joe, DW, Crazy Mama, Zyber, Hobo Ezekiel, Beast, and Big Effin' Hitman. So that is your Road to Stardom Week 4 report from the lovely Psycho Girl. Next up, 
Unstoppable Tag Team Report. The top five teams after four rounds are in number one. Wait. Number one, the Blue Bloods, myself and Wolfie. Yay, go us. Go you. I know, right? Wow, okay. At number two are Feral Beasts, Beast and uh, and the First Lady of Anarchy, the Cougar. Swords and Scimitars, the reigning tag team champions in third place. Uh, former tag team champions, Bees and Tigs, Hotness, are in fourth. And the team of Paragon of Greatness and Knox Boogie, Dungeons and Dragons, are in fifth place. Season 10 of Tags is open for signups until Friday, November 27th, after the Black Friday pay-per-view show. Link can be found in the RAWF network on the main page. If you need a partner, check out the scene. Jake Bagwell, John the Revelator, Tad Top Gun, Beagle Wolf Dennis, and Sophia Gabrielle McFadden are all looking for the right partner. So that is your tag team report from Unstoppable. Next up, he is your ultimate gauntlet GM. He is the one and only. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is fine. From the bread to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that this day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit on the bitches. Better recognize a damn motherfucker on the block and I'm baptizing blood of the fallen. Keep it cheap. He is the Paragon of Greatness. Good evening, Paragon. Good evening, L.A. And good evening to you as well, all vacant. My goodness, this week is a story, and it is the story of one woman cutting through the R.A.W.F. roster like a hot knife through butter. That's right, Cougar, the Lady of Anarchy, where we last left off, she was in her first match of her run of the gauntlet against Psy, where she was victorious. She went on to defeat Big F and Hitman in her second match. She on to face Anarchy's Beast in the sec- or third match, where she was also victorious. She went on to face BD2 in match number four, once again successful, and here we stand, Cougar, one win away from a title shot opportunity. All she has to do is defeat Wildfire in a match that is tightly contested and currently running. If she does that, she will have successfully run the gauntlet and got a championship opportunity with only a handful of names off of the list this season. Wow. Wow. So the first lady of anarchy, it seems like it seems like ever since she got pregnant, she's been on a roll. So, well, okay. Congratulations. What's that? She's fighting for two. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I mean, technically, doesn't that make, like, every match she has, you know, technically a uh, a handicap match? Like, two against no, one? No, like it three time. on one because she's having twins, so it would be a Oh, even three. worse, right? She's her own little personal stable. She's fighting for three. Good so. point. All right. Well, we will get uh, – speaking of – the Cougar, she's up next with her GM reports. 
Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, she is the first lady of anarchy. She is the cougar. Good evening, cougs. Good evening, LA. Hi, vacant. Vacant. It helps if I might get not muted. Hola, como esta? Bien, y tú? You know, doing pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> okay, I do have stuff to report finally. All right. Let's see. Yes, we will start with battles. Uh, we have the finals going on right now. I started that earlier this week because I forgot to do it last Sunday. Uh, and it is IKP versus Powerbomb. And as soon as that's done, whoever wins will be facing Tigress for the final Battle of the Hormones Championship battle. All right. Awesome. Very nice. Well, good luck to Powerbomb and IKP. Let's talk about the High Voltage Invitational. High Voltage Invitational is definitely filled with estrogen this time. Out of the eight competitors, five are females. We have DW, we have Psy, Crushing Kelly, Tigress, and Wildfire. As our females, the three males that are going to try and fight them off to get that shot are the unsettled Chris Cage, Zyberlink, and Wolfie. All wow. of the high voltage matches have dropped. Nice. Wow, that is going to be one hell of a hell of a high voltage invitational. Not a lot of names we normally see in there, uh, for sure. And it's going to be going to be fun to see who will challenge Griff for the White Lightning Championship at Black Friday. All right. Thank you very much, Coogs. Uh, we'll get back to you in just a little bit because we have quite a bit to talk to you about. All right. Okay. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, Black Friday comes to you live from Madison Square Garden this Friday night. We will be on air at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, the matches will go out earlier in the day. However, let's go. Let's give you a rundown now of what we've got thus far for Black Friday. Of course, El Vacant, the main event, it is two of RAWF's elite, two of the best in the business, going at it in the streets in a Fubar City street fight for the World Heavyweight Championship. It is Mithras, the title machine, and the immortal Griffith. This one has been highly anticipated for a, week, for a couple of weeks now. 
It's a big-name matchup. Your thoughts on the main event at Black Friday? I think it's going to be explosive, especially with, you know, no rules. I mean, how do you how do you just deal with no rules? You put these two people, you know, uh, in, in that level of match, and you don't contain them in any way, something's going to fall down, and I don't mean one of them. Yeah, I, 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 I they, these two, this is like a clash of the titans. There's no doubt about it. And when you put no rules where they can fight anywhere they want with anything they want, uh, it is definitely bound to get out of hand. And there is nothing it can be done to stop it. These two will collide, uh, whether it be inside Madison Square Garden, outside Madison Square Garden, in Times Square, uh, on the top of the Empire State Building. Who knows? These two. Uh, will collide in New York City this Thursday, this Friday night for the World Heavyweight Championship. Platinum Dragon Championship will be on the line. The Teflon, quote-unquote, Platinum Sheik, as he wants to be I'll called, will defend the heart and soul of R.A.W.F. against Iceman King Parsons of Black Irish. Iceman... Uh, you know, again, this is one of those where I have a, I have a favorite. I'm not going to hide it. I want IKP to win. Do you think he can get that belt off of Sheik? I, oh, wait, you're asking me? Yes. Do I think IKP can beat Iron, the, 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 the Teflon Sheik? I, I think Juan, the, you know, the, the, the custodian can beat the Teflon Sheik. Like, I don't understand how he got the belt in the first place. He's, he's, He's a what? What is the technical term? A jamoke. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm. I think. I think there are a lot of people rooting rooting for IKP, and uh, especially considering Sheik's got a big bullseye on him from other people as well. There's, you know, including uh, the person he injured a couple weeks ago, uh, Lady Vex. So he's got to. He not only has got to worry about IKP. He's got to keep. He's got to keep two eyes in the back of his head. To find in case someone came comes uh, calling out of nowhere. I mean, I I am sure. Look, I am sure deep down, Vex would love for him to retain just long enough for her to take the title off of him. I'm sure, right? Because that would that would just put that a little extra that little extra sprinkle of cinnamon on top of your latte. You know, You're like not only does she come back after she's healed and and kick him around the arena from pillar to post and embarrass him in front of everyone. But to also take the title from him, like it's that it's that extra little garnish that makes the the the, the five star meal just so much better. But at the end of the day, I think if he doesn't have the belt, that's not going to stop her from doing that. I mean, granted, she she eventually is going to exact her revenge whether he has that platinum dragon championship or not. Uh, so, with that being said. Uh, He's got a he's got still got it rough. He's still got to worry about IKP. He's got to worry about uh, Vex. And there's a couple of you know the Immortal Griffiths, of course, chased him out of the arena a couple of weeks ago on Superstars, trying to hunt him down for breaking the Platinum Dragon Championship belt. So that was, that was pretty funny, actually. It was she just getting away the skin of his chinny chin chin. Uh, so yeah. Huh. Paragon agrees. I wonder how much did he have to pay those guys to like actually jump in front of Griffith? I mean, I, I don't. I, you got to pay me a lot. Yeah, yeah. So there was that. He definitely had to pay some insurance. I'm glad it was me for not me for a change. Paying security and health benefits after someone attacks him. It was actually Sheik this time, which 
Of course, even if it was R.A.W. personnel, I'd have sent the bill to Sheik anyways. National Championship. The Paragon of Greatness defends against a Boney. Boney's going to have a big night. He's got a really big night coming up at Black Friday, not only challenging for the national title, but challenging Mark Caliber for the Powerball Championship. Boney has been quiet, has, has no longer been quiet there for a while. You know, as Boney jiggles, he made some noise occasionally. Uh, we talk, read his name off the top 25, but finally, he's, he wants some REWF gold. He's made a lot of noise over the last month. He has two opportunities for championships. Does he have a shot of unseating Paragon for that national championship? Yes, he has a shot. It is completely feasible that, you know, in the middle of the match, Claymore will come out and hit Paragon in the top of the head with chair. That could happen. I mean, there, there, that is an option, I'm sure. Claymore would not mind it doing that. It sounds a lot like something Claymore would do, and, uh, you know... Speaking of which, Claymore has laid out a challenge for Paragon at Black Friday. We'll talk to Paragon here in just a few minutes about whether he accepts that challenge for Black Friday. Uh, so we may finally get to see Paragon and Claymore uh, settle this whole issue that, they, that they've had. Uh, Immortal Griffith to defend the men's championship on top of challenge. I mean, Griffith's got a huge, another monumental night. And if he can pull out wins in every single match he's in, he's going to walk out of Black Friday with a record number six R.A.W.F. championships. He's currently holding five, and, uh, you know, he's... So, the second of his big big matches, he's defending the men's championship against the Hawkster Bully, the current Triple Crown champion who won the Arsenal of the Month, did Hawkster. This, one, this one's going to be an interesting battle, I think, between Griffith and Hawkster. See, I mean, we've, we've seen the fight before, but, you know, here's the thing. Even, even Griffith has come out and said that some of his, you know, that Hawkster is giving him some really good fights. You know, the last time the last time he had to face Hawkster in, in a, uh, you know, a pretty important match, you know, he, he kind of scraped by by the skin of his teeth, uh, Griffith, that is. So, and, and he acknowledged that. So, uh, I think, you know, as cocky as he may be when it comes to his interviews, there's no doubting the things he, is, he himself has said you know, in, in post-match interviews and in, 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 in locker room. So, I mean, I think that is, that is a, it is a good challenge. It is a good match. And, uh, and I'm for one, and excited to see it and to see if Hawkster learned anything from the last time they faced. And of course, Griffith will also have to defend the white lightning championship against whoever out of the, comes out of the uh, high voltage invitational and will have to defend the Hatfield and McCoy championship against let me run, go to the tournament real quick and make sure it's not over over uh one of three people it'll either be wolfie dw domino warrior or crushing kelly one of those three will challenge griffith for the hatfield mccoy championship at black friday so uh moving along where was i so many windows so little time there we go. All right. Tigress will defend her estrogen championship against the winner against the winner of the Biatch of the Month. And uh, it's not going to be easy for Tigress as she has to take on the most decorated estrogen champion in RAWF history as the Cougar won the Biatch of the Month. I told you she was on a roll. 
fighting for three. Apparently, it's it's in, rejuvenated her to a point uh, where she went through the competition in the Biatch of the Month. She will now challenge Tigress for the Estrogen Championship. So you've got the greatest Estrogen Champion of, in RAWF history challenging Tigress for the Estrogen title. Who do you like, Elvigan? Hmm, that's a tough one to call. I, I, I really don't know. I, I mean, I think I think we all win. I mean, it's a good fight. I think, uh, but it that's that's close to call. Like I like I I would not put money on that fight regardless of odds. I mean, you know, you you would think history would show that Coogs is Coogs has an excellent opportunity here to regain the estrogen title and win it for I believe it'd be the fourth time that she's I, won the estrogen championship. Right. What's that? I believe you are correct. I believe this would be yeah. Which would, you know, not only. So, yeah, I mean, she's definitely inspired. We'll have to see. Um, but then Coogs also has to turn around and defend the Fubar City Championship. And, of course, no rules in this one against Hotshot Chaz. Uh, Hotshot Chaz, he's been making quite the, quite the name for himself as of late. Do you think he could win his first RAWF gold against Coogs in a Fubar City street fight? Uh, I, uh, hmm. In a in a no holds barred street fight, I go with Coogs every time. That was one of my choices, right? Yes, yes, it was. Just making sure. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. A certain renegade out there said something that kind of kind of shook me for a moment. Mm-hmm. I have no. Yeah, yeah. Ra likes to likes to distract us sometimes. All right. So that ought to be good. Maeve O'Hare defends the Midnight Hobo Championship against Beast. I can't say it like you can. So um, there we go. That one should be a good one, I would think, for the Midnight Hobo Championship. Uh, Beast, a former Midnight Hobo Champion, lost the title to Maeve uh, on Superstars a few weeks back, uh, looking to regain it from Black Irish's Maeve O'Hare. Your thoughts on this match, L.A.? Well, I, I'm hands down. I'm with Mave on this. No question. So you're going with Mave. You can't say it like Beast, can you? Say no, Mave. it doesn't. Mave. Mave. All right. And, and frankly, I, I will fully admit. I will fully admit. I'm totally biased here. I'm going to go with the redhead on this one. Just, All right. That, that's fair. That's fair. It should be a good no match. No offense to Beast. I actually think. I, I've been saying for a while. I think Beast is actually quite due. I think we're going to, you know, we're going to be putting gold around Beast's waist any day. But how do I, how do I vote against Maeve? I mean, look at her. Yeah, I agree. I, I, you know, I understand where you're coming from there. Triple Crown Championship, the Hawkster defends against the Luke Cage and Black Irish and Scythe from Black Irish. Now, Luke had his opportunity last at the last pay-per-view at the Triple Crown Championship. Did not happen. The Hawkster retained against him and, and, and Crazy Mama. But now you add Scythe into the mix. And Black Irish been making a lot of noise. Who do you like in the Triple Crown Championship? All right, my options on that again, Mark. What's that? Give me my options on that again. You have the Hawkster, who is the current champ, and has mm-hmm. been champion for quite a while now. You have Luke Cage, who mm-hmm. tr- who was in last month's Triple Crown Championship match, uh, was unable to win the title, and 
Black Irish's size? I think my answer is going to surprise you. I, I, if I, if I have to put money on this, I, I think I'm going with Luke. I mean, that's not a bad call. That's not a bad call. Luke certainly, uh, certainly has has the ability to do so. He has won cha- championships. We know he's a top competitor, and pound for pound, one of the strongest competitors we have in RAWF. No doubt about it. Uh, he's very physically so, a very impressive man. I mean, but you know, but but that's not all of it. It's like it's it's of late. You know, he's gotten a new focus, um, and he seems more. Uh, what's the word I want to use? Dedicated to to his craft, and uh, you know, he's just been performing better. Should be a good one when Hawkster Luke Cage and size battle for the Triple Crown Championship. Claymore defends his multimedia championship for the second straight. Uh, pay-per-view against the original bully. Original bully uh, unable to wrest the multimedia championship away from Claymore at Graveyard Smash. He gets a second attempt here. He gets a second try, a rematch, if you will, at Black Friday. Do you think he can be successful on the second attempt? Hmm. I think I think the odds are pretty even on this one. I think. I think with being the second attempt, um, yes, I, I I think so. I think I I think I think they win their second attempt. Okay, so you're predicting original bully to win the multimedia championship. All right, all right, all right. Well, I'm sure Claymore will be happy to hear that, uh, but I doubt it. Uh, Powerball championship. I don't really care if Claymore is happy at all. What is he going to What is he going to do? Attack me with chair? Wouldn't be the first time he's done that to somebody. No, you're right. <laughs> Mark, Calib- Mark Caliber to defend the Powerball Championship against a Boney. Uh, so this will be Boney's second title match of the evening. Also challenging Paragon for the national title. But Boney, I mean, like I said, he's hungry for some idea yeah. to gold. It's, it, it may be. Do you think this is his time? That this belt, this is the match I think, especially if he concentrates on this match. If he if he puts his efforts into this one, I think this is the belt he walks away with. Should be a good match, definitely, for between Mark Caliber and Boney. It looks like we may get the Crow uh, defending the Powerball title at Black Friday. We'll hear more from Mark in just a little bit. Champions Choice Championship, Killer Neptune has chosen his opponent. It is Black Irish's Liam O'Shaughnessy. The match, of course. The match stipulations. It is a super califragilistic expialidocious match. I'm just glad I was able to. Yes, I'm not saying it again. Basically, Liam can only use moves with four syllables or more in their description. So, uh, going down the list that he made European uppercut, pile driver, Canadian destroyer, abdominal stretch. Hurricane Rana and Enziguri. He cannot use defense. And so, yeah, that, those are the rules. He, can, he only has a list of six matches, six moves he can use, and he cannot use defense. However, you know, I look at this list of moves, and there's some that could do some damage here. Liam's, Liam's options are a little more than what normally you would normally see uh, from a one-sided champion's choice and, match. And, as far as and we call go. this match what? A super, mm, 
supercalifragilisticexpialidocious match. Yeah, it seems quite precocious. Did you hear that? That was the Facebook. Is there, are you okay? Yeah. I, I'm fine. Just meh. Anyways, that will be your champion story's championship. Oh, come on, I Killa, had to. You know I had to. Killer Neptune defends against Liam O'Shaughnessy. Oh my God. Thanks now to the other matches on the card, some big undercard matches, but certainly some uh, well, a lot could be at stake. Thanksgiving, a Thanksgiving bash between Crushing Kelly and Moxie. Food will be involved. Thanksgiving dinner and. Uh, you know, they could they could take it to the streets. Who knows what the hell these two ladies are going to do? Neither one of them has any uh, inhibitions, if you will, as far as... Wait, we're having an inhibition, Matt? <laughs> this just got more interesting. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. You, th- th- neither of these two are known for are are known for holding thing holding back, uh, and so it it should be a really good match. This Thanksgiving bash, if you will. Uh, then we have a Texas bull rope match with a caveat, and I want to make sure that this is this will be hardcore no DQ, uh, but this is a Texas bull rope match where you do have to touch all four turnbuckles before you can pin your opponent. Strangleheart taking on Nightcrawler. Now Strangleheart at at uh, Graveyard Smash defeated Wolfie in a Texas bull rope match. However, that was not hardcore no DQ. This one will be when Strangleheart faces Nightcrawler. And considering the role Strangleheart's on right now, Nightcrawler's not doing too bad himself, though. Who do you like in this Texas bull rope match? Uh, see, you know, I, surprisingly, I think I'm going to go with Strangleheart on this. You know, he's doing pretty well lately. Uh, this match definitely lends itself to his strengths. I, I, I think I, I, I surprisingly, I, I find myself thinking it's Stangleheart. All right. Well, I, I, I don't disagree because I do think Strangleheart uh, knows what he's doing. He's got a plan. He's a very, he's very strategic. He's a very strategic individual. So never, never overlooked the strategy. Strategery, exactly. Uh, so, I mean, but Nightcrawler, he's shifty. He loves his hardcore. He knows what he's got to do. He's a former Wait, White Lightning back? champion. What's that? If he's back. Shifty's not in the match. What are we talking about, Shifty? No, I didn't say Shifty. I didn't mean Shifty the Drunken Dragon. Not that Shifty. Wrong Shifty. Don't don't start doing the Shifty dance. That's not what we're doing. No, no, please don't. (sighs) So then we have a Fubar City street fight between Hardcore Metal Man, who just joined a few weeks ago. He's been... Very loud and braggadocious. Wanted a food varsity street fight for Black Friday. Hobo Ezekiel, who of course has been having issues with Dan the Man Levitan and that shot collar as of late. Uh, it will be Hardcore Metal Man versus Hobo Ezekiel in a food varsity street fight with a caveat in this one as well. They will be naked. It will be It'll a be during naked. Intermission, right? That that will be a naked Fubar City street fight. So these two can wrestle out in the buff, in Times Square, you know, down Madison, down Broadway. Can you can Lovely. you just imagine? Yes, and of course, Dan the Man Levitan and his shot collar will be somewhere waiting in the wings as well. 
thought you took that, that away from him. I, I'm thinking about it. I'm seriously thinking about it because I'm, I'm I'm almost scared Hobo's gonna. I mean, it's Hobo 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 doesn't have that much brain power to begin with. To be honest with you, I'm almost afraid that this shock collar therapy is going to either turn him to mush, or or I suppose it could also make him super intelligent. I don't know. Uh, but at any rate, I don't think it's good for him either way. I, I will have to make. I may have to have a talk with Dan and tell him to cut back on the shock collar and only use it in emergency situations. May have to be the thing. All right, so a battle of renegades, a boiler room brawl as Muno Denunzio takes on Shadow Press to renegade. <laughs> renegades love to fight each other. It's all, it's 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 the norm uh, because not only will that be happening in a boiler room brawl with the, between Denunzio and Shadow Press, we will have our second ever Fubar City tag team fight at Black Friday between two teams of renegades. You have Amore or Amore which is DW and Slashy taking on, of course, former tag team champions, Hotness, Tigress, and Bees in a FUBAR City tag team fight. Now, Amora originally wanted to get two members of Black Irish uh, to participate in this match. They, they, uh, uh, you know, they turned it down and so said, okay, well, we'll just fight some renegades then. We'll fight Hotness. And so that will be the, 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 Second ever Fubar City tag team fight in RAWF history. The first actually happened last year, I believe, at Black Friday, or it might have been Graveyard Smash. But at either way, uh, that one should be a good fight between those two. So between those two teams. So that's what we've got so far for Black Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Keep an update on. Keep an eye on the Black Friday preview card for any more updates on matches. And if you want another ma- want a match for Black Friday and don't already have one, go to the scene. It's in the RAWF network. Look for the preview scene with the lovely Sasha Camaro. Just tossing this out there, I don't have a match. And, I'm, you know, if so, so if someone, you know, proposes something interesting, the giant luchador could, could make appearance. Yeah. All righty. Oh, don't so, sound so excited. Jeez. <laughs> you, you, you're going to get somebody in trouble with these days, I'm just saying. All right. right. Tomorrow's superstars, ladies and gentlemen, emanates from the Key Bank Center in Buffalo, New York. Uh, main event will be for the Superstars Championship. It'll be the Immortal Griffith taking on the Domino Warrior. That should be a good match, I think. Domino Warrior has been, making, been do it, doing her thing. Since joining RAWF a couple months ago, she gets her first title opportunity here tomorrow against the Immortal Griffith. Also, there will be a tag team match as well. Luke Cage with a t- with a uh, tag team partner to be named takes on Liam O'Shaughnessy and IKP. We'll talk more about that in just a few minutes as well. So, first and foremost, before we get... Let's bring back the Paragon of Greatness, who uh, here is a little pressed for time tonight. So I want to get him on early. Paragon, good evening again. Good evening, LA. So, first of all, first and foremost, Claymore has finally uh, agreed to face you at Black Friday. He laid down the gauntlet here on Superstars 
Do you accept the challenge of Claymore? Before I answer that question, let me preface this by explaining this story that really dates back to a mortal, if you think about it. I had my match with the Joker. I, you know, I injured my ribs performing that shooting star press. I continued to force myself to wrestle when I probably should have taken a little bit of time off. I maybe got a little bit too proud. I, I pushed myself through injury. I wasn't in the best shape. In fact, I was looking like I may have turned a minor injury into a serious injury. And that's when Iceman King Parsons blindsided me. And I think that at this point we've hammered home this story a, a million times. I don't have to go into great detail. You know, a whodunit ensued. Uh, we thought that it was one person. We thought that it was a second person. We thought that it was a third person. We found out Claymore was the man that ordered a hit on Paragon of Greatness. And he, once he had this revealed, you know, he issued a challenge to me for the national championship, a challenge which I rejected because I felt as though we should not be rewarding somebody for this type of behavior. You don't relent and give the candy bar to the screaming child who's flailing on the floor. Then there's no lesson taught. But then he persisted. He tried to goad me into challenges. He, he issued out a challenge for the multimedia championship, an open challenge that was never a real open challenge. It was a trap he laid. He was waiting for me to accept this challenge, a challenge which I ignored. And he knew it. He knew that I was not going to give him the attention that he wanted, so we took another route. Champion's choice match. My brother, Killa Neptune, gives him an opportunity and instead of competing in the match, he takes the coward's route, attacking Killa Neptune, getting disqualified, brutalizing him after the match, constantly assassinating the character of Killa Neptune, assassinating the character of Uncle Frank. I have a tag team championship match against Swords and Scimitars. There is an opportunity when the bell rings. Claymore's back is turned when he should have been paying attention to the match. He got a little bit in his own head. He's strategizing with Teflon Sheik. Knox Boogie is in the ring. He does not take the opportunity that he could have taken while Claymore's head wasn't in the game. Instead, he laid back. He let the champions have their opportunity to pay attention. And what happens? Claymore takes the exact same shot that Knox Boogie wouldn't. He blindsides Knox Boogie. He and Teflon Sheik brutalize Knox Boogie. I don't even get tapped into the match because of a cheap shot. And let me ask you something, L.A. Have you... And in your experience over the time that the Opaque Brotherhood have been here in RAWF, has anybody ever had any complaints about Knox Boogie? Has anyone ever said Knox Boogie's created problems for them? Other than not being able to beat him, no. Uh, Uncle Frank, this the, the, the horror of the hills, uh, people, you know, this whole situation with with uh, judgment, for example, this whole feud over the the face and everything, Uncle Frank has ample opportunity to go on a rampage to destroy judgment. And uh, would you say that lately after this match, it was resolved peacefully, and in fact, judgment may be on his best behavior ever? 
I, 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 yeah, and which is, amazes me, but that's that's beside the point. No, Frank Frank is absolutely not causing a lot of trouble. All right, well, one more question. Uh, Killa Neptune, the, the Champions Choice Champion. Uh, I believe you could answer this question. Anyone that's had the opportunity to face him in a Champions Choice match could probably answer the same question. Uh, has this have any of these matches been taken as offensive, or have they been embraced as a uh, a bit of a badge of honor, a fun time? I believe they've embraced it. Most everybody has embraced it as a badge of honor. Yet Claymore persists that the Brotherhood are somehow the villains in this tale. Four individuals who have done nothing but do everything they could to enjoy and and enhance the experience of everybody else in this company, and he's going to come after my family. I, I'll tell you this. I'll give you one thing for Claymore. The man is intelligent because I was never going to give him the time of day. After what he did, you know, ignorance deserves ignorance. And I was not going to pay attention to him. I was going to give him nothing. But when you come for my family, you change the story. Claymore wants me at Black Friday. He's going to get me at Black Friday. And trust me, it's not going to be a pleasant match. I'm not going to be looking out for Claymore, and I'm not going to be making sure he has a good time. I'm going to make sure Claymore doesn't walk out of Black Friday. That sound it sounds like Paragon that you're ready for Claymore. It will be one you versus Claymore one on one. Black Friday. Hopefully this ends this whole thing with you and Claymore, but you know, hard to say. But good luck to you. Let's talk about your national title match defense of against Boney at Black Friday. Your thoughts on facing Boney with the national title on the line. Well, I said it when my options were laid before me as who was in the contenders match. Boney is a is a difficult opponent in that he is very consistent. This guy he's he's very good. I he he's capable of beating anybody on any night and you can't go into a match with Boney and have a bad night. And you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to give any pretense. I know I, I always say you walk into every match like it's your most important match of your career. I've got a personal match at Black Friday. I'm going to be spending a lot of time and focus and energy on this Claymore situation. And this actually has me a bit worried because if ever there were an opportunity for Boney to capitalize, it's in this match. I mean, the guy – a hell of an athlete, uh, you know, world-class. He's, he's very, very smart in the ring, something that I think a lot of people don't necessarily think when they're um, strategizing against Claymore. The guy has a mind for the sport, and it's not going to be an easy match. And If I you know, wear myself too thin, if I overexert myself trying to plan for this Claymore situation, I could fall. That being said, I have no intentions of doing so, and while I – you know, give all of the respect I can to Boney. I, I, you know, I hold this championship right now. And right now, to me, it is the top prize in RAWF because if you're a champion, you have to defend your gold as though 
it is the top prize in the company, and the national championship represents to me, you know, success and value in RAWF. And until the day that that's taken away from me, this national championship is the championship that Paragon of Greatness stands for. So I hope that he brings, you know, I've said he's always consistent. I hope that he proves me wrong. He doesn't come in consistently. In fact, he comes in better than he usually does. All right, ladies and gentlemen, he is the Paragon of Greatness. He's got two huge matches at Black Friday. One against Claymore to settle the score, and the other defending his national title against a man who wants R.A.W.F. gold in the renegade Boney. Thank you, Paragon. Good luck to you at Black Friday. Thank you. All right. So, El Vacant, we talked about earlier... We talked earlier about tomorrow's superstars. There is a tag team match that is going to happen between Luke Cage and a na- tag team partner to be named, taking on Liam O'Shaughnessy and IKP. Let's listen to what Wait, Luke. You, I'm sorry, who did you say was? Luke Cage taking on Liam O'Shaughnessy and IKP. Right, I, I thought it was Maeve and IKP. Is it Maeve and IKP? Okay. That's what I thought. All right. That's my, my bad. I, for some reason, thought, all right. Well, at any rate, in that case, let's hear from Luke on the matchup tomorrow. Last week on After Hours, I issued a tag team challenge for tomorrow night on Superstars to IKP and his little leprechaun sidekick, and I hear they accept it. Now, at the time, I didn't have a partner in mind, but then the funniest thing happened. After the show aired, I got flooded with messages offering to partner up with me for that match. Many R.A.W.F. superstars you'd never expect. You see, apparently... My opponents aren't too popular in the locker room these days. I mean, not so much IKP. He's a nice enough guy. Sure, 10 years past his prime and basically no chance of taking the Platinum Dragon title off the sheet, but I wish him luck in that match just the same. But apparently there's a ton of people that are just sick and tired of listening to Maeve O'Hare butcher that god-awful excuse of an Irish accent every damn Saturday night. So for the first time, I had my pick of the top talent in R.E.W.F. Felt a lot like Christmas. And I came to a decision. So tomorrow night, my tag team partner will be announced right before the match. You'll all just have to tune in tomorrow night and find out. But I can guarantee you this. My partner is someone that no one would ever expect. 
use the words of Luke Cage about tomorrow's tag team match. He has no intention of uh, letting us know who his partner is. It was very informative of him, wasn't it? Uh, so it will be announced right before it will be announced right before uh, the show goes live tomorrow on Superstars in Buffalo. Ah, uh, so we also mentioned earlier uh, about Mark Caliber defending the Powerball Championship against Boney. We mentioned how it seems like the Crow has now emerged uh, once again. How he, need, you know, he mentioned how last week. Uh, how he needed to get back to being the crow, uh, L vacant. So we had, and of course, all these promo, these pro- pre-recorded promos live from Vocaroo.com, ladies and gentlemen. And if you're listening and you want to get record a promo for After Hours or even this coming thir- Friday's Black Friday pay-per-view, you can go yeah, to Vocaroo.com and record something. Just say hi, talk about your match, talk shit. Or whatever you want to do, that uh, vocaroo.com, V O C O R. Well, just look it up. I posted in. I posted in the scene every week. All right. Yes, Aru. So this coming from from the Crow, Mark Caliber, about his Powerball wow. title match against Boney. This is the place that no one sees. I don't like to show. This is the darkness over me. It's just the world I know. Reaching for the light. Reaching from inside. to check it out, I'll be on my phone very shortly after this, but 
I will leave a link in the chat so you all can check out, see what happens. Who will face who, and what match will it be? So go check it out. You choose November 22nd. But I know this is not what it's all about. What this is about is R.A.W.F. What this is about is Black Friday, November the 27th. And I found out that I will defend my Powerball Championship against Boney. And it just seems appropriate in a way. I took this title from one Renegade member and now I'm defending it against another. Let me tell you something, Boney. You don't have to worry about me pulling out a joy buzzer like Joker did Tigris like a graveyard smash. You don't have to worry about other things going on with me. This is exactly what you're going to get. As I've said before, what about me? What about the crow? As popular as Cactus Josh and the Joker may be, everyone needs to realize that I'm still here. This is how I started. You're looking at a man who's just been buried alive multiple times. But every time they try, I just, I just don't die. As I would usually say, don't hunt, but you can't kill. I want you to bring your best, Boney, because you know that I'm going to bring mine. But by best, I don't mean any beer bottle shenanigans like what happened the last time I faced a Renegade member. When I faced Tigris, these, I believe his name was, said that he accidentally threw a beer bottle at my head. Like I said, the key word, accidentally. Better keep your trash where it belongs. I'm telling you this right now, if that happens again, there's no turning back. If this happens again, you won't get away from me. So, Boney, sorry, I just noticed somebody down there a bit looks like he's in trouble, so I'm going to have to cut this short. But anyway, let's keep this one-on-one, mano-a-mano, you and me, for this. I've worked too damn long and too damn hard to win this. And I am not giving it up. Now, if you excuse me, there's a life I need to save. Wow. All right. So he was he was on top of the studio the entire time. I don't know what he was doing. Anyways, uh, that the words from Mark Calibre. He wants it to be one on one when he takes on Boney for the Powerball Championship, Elvega. Uh, good luck with that. <laughs> that hasn't really been their MO of late. Just saying. Well, we will see. We'll see what happens. It will be a good match. Should be a good match when the Crow returns to face Boney for the Powerball Championship on the line. <sighs> All right. We're going to take a quick quick song and advertisement break. When we return... Plenty of other people waiting on hold to get to uh, talk, and uh, we'll get them on here as soon as we can. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Uh, let's see here. What do we want to play tonight? Hmm. It, you're probably going to say it's too early, isn't it? You don't want you, you would, It is too I'm, early. Don't do it. It is? Are you sure? I mean, we're just a few days away from Thanksgiving. And, and right after that, it won't be too early anymore. Fine. We'll be right back. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. 
You sure? Can we, can't we? Positive. Huh? Positive. Yeah, but... All right, fine. Wait, I know. We'll compromise. I got the perfect song. We'll be right back. Yes. Woo! 
about the Food Varsity Championship against Hot Shot Chaz. Uh, you're looking to uh, bash his hopes of winning his first RAWF gold. We know, uh, we know your situation. We know that you're uh, not worried about your situation and whatnot as far as the twins go, uh, Food Varsity Street Fight. But now we find out you have a second match challenging for a belt that you know very, very well, probably better than anybody in R.A.W.F. history, that being the Estrogen Championship. Which one do you want to discuss first? Well, we don't have much left to say about the FUBAR. We know that I want to keep it and make history there. Hot shot, but I really don't think he's going to be able to take on the four of us. I mean, take on me. It's <laughs> not fair. She admits that she is going to be four on one, despite the despite that two of the the four are good, are unborn infants and the other ones, well, 
dearly departed, but you know, it doesn't matter because the spirit of all four will be in attendance when uh, she defends the FUBAR State Championship. Um, hey, the two that aren't born can kick like the Dickens. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> She's just going to grab him by the head and hold it to her gut, and then they're going to kick him in, in the head. Oh, that's a thought. That could work, <laughs> I, I suppose. Just hope, you know. But let's talk about challenging Tigers for the Estrogen Championship. Uh, you know, I mean, here's it's it's a title you've held. It will be the fourth time if you're able to beat Tigers for it. Is is it a priority at this point for you, knowing that there's other titles in RAWF that you'd, you you want to go after? A priority? Not really. It is gold, so I want it. Priority. I'm more in that particular match for the match itself. I love fighting Tigress. She never disappoints. We always have nail biters, and I just can't wait to get in the ring with her again. So okay, fair enough. Estrogen championship, though. I mean, it, I mean, it, when I think estrogen championship, you're the first person that pops up into my mind because you have been uh, estrogen champion three times, and of course, a record-setting uh, title title run with that title a few years ago. Uh, with that being with that being said, what how will it feel to be the first ever four-time champion, uh, estrogen-wise? Yay, more history to make. <laughs> it would be. It would you know be I more, love my it, history. I know you love to break records, and you certainly would be doing that. Although I think you already have the record at three. You would just be lengthening the record at this point if you were to win your fourth title. So well, See, that makes it so that nobody else can break it. There you go. That's true. Very true. All right. So it should be a good match between you and Tigress. And then, of course, a Fubar City Street fight against Hotshot Chaz for the Fubar City Championship. Uh, with that being if nothing said, else, the Fubar is going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about Hotshot Chaz because he has been making a lot of noise. I mean, he has definitely been impressive uh, as far as the rankings go over the last couple of months. He's in, back in the top 25 early on in this period. What do you make of Hotshot Chaz? Okay, he makes a lot of noise walking down the hallway. He did what? He makes a lot of noise walking down the hallway. He does? Okay. Yeah. I mean, you got a seven-foot guy stomping down the hall. You can't not hear him coming. Chaz, Chaz, I really didn't have beeping on my radar until I went to watch that contender match. I've had matches with him. We've had good matches. I really don't think he's ready for gold. He may think he is, but I personally don't think he's ready for gold. Hmm. Well, I mean, I suppose I suppose if anybody would know, it would be you, Coogs. We'll find out at Black Friday if he is indeed ready to face a Hall of Famer for a title uh, in RAWF. Let's see how far he's come, uh, to say the least. All right. With that being said, Coogs, good luck to you at Black Friday. And, uh, you know, stay safe. 
thank you for that Christmas song. I love it. It's one of my favorites. You can play it every week. See, El Vacant. See? She likes Christmas. Huh? Too soon. See? Too soon. play in January. You going to argue with the redhead? You go ahead. I want to see this. In this case, yes. A pregnant redhead that's hungry. That's fine. Here's a burrito. You're still wrong. (laughs) You're going to give me more gas. (laughs) <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, she is the first lady of anarchy. She is a Fubar City champion and possibly going to be a possibly going to be a four time estrogen champion come Black Friday. We will see how it all plays out. Uh, next up, let's bring in Mr. RAWF. He is uh, the one and only. Okay, who are you and where is judgment? Well, I was going to say, right here. I'm right here. I just wanted to apologize to you and, and wish you a very good, 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 you know, good, good luck in your match, and, and I hope you win. And uh, no, no. Thank you. No, you love them. L.A. Amadeus, how are you doing, sir? Good to see you here. Judge. And Mr. L. Vacant, how are you doing? Well, you didn't call him Nacho Grande Taco Bell. Yeah, no, that's not his name. His name is Elvis, in case you forgot. I didn't forget. I just usually you never. I've never well, heard you, you call him. him by calling him. What do you want to call him? Nacho Taco Grande Bell. It's not Taco Grande Bell. It's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a person. Oh please. Okay. Did you get your welcome bag? I did. 
I didn't get my welcome back, yeah. Judge. Thank you. This this Thanks. folded terry cloths are really cool. Yeah, the the folded terry cloth. I appreciate that. And the, and the pineapple. What is it? The pineapple. The new Wyatt Labels Vermicide Pineapple mouthwash. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm hesitant to try it, but you know, because you know, vermicide. But okay. <sighs> Elvita, did you get a welcome? Sure I want to put that in my mouth. I'm just saying. Did you get Did you get a welcome bag? Did not. Yeah, no, I uh, let, me, let me get you. I'll get you one right here. You go. You, go, you can have this one. Yes, sir. <clears throat> I think you'll find that. I think you'll find that very, very helpful at, at different times. There you go. I would highly suggest that you. I would highly suggest that you wash it, and you know, after you get through using the toothbrush one time, I don't know why I gave a reusable. Should have gave a multi. Pack of toothbrushes, but reusable ones, and you don't reuse the toothbrushes, throw it, flush it, throw it away. Go ahead. Yes, somebody else, you were asking a question. So, Judge, I, last week you surprised me with the blueprints for the float for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Uh, how are, how yes. are preparations? I'm, I mean, for once, I'm not, I'm, 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 I was very impressed, and I'm looking forward to uh, how are preparations going for that. Preparation is going great. Plus, I'm almost finished. I got a few more final touches to put on it. And you and Elvagan are going to be front and center on the on, on, on the drummer front of the mic, and you're going to have a good time. You're going to, you're, you're, you two are going to be front and center. You're the voice and the the of, of after hours, and this is your this is your parade, and this is going to be where it's going to be. Yep. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's going to be virtual, so we have to kind of keep an eye on it. So. Yeah, you you you'll be you'll, you will be there in person. According, people will be watching out on TVs throughout this along the, the route. <clears throat> oh, wow, I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, it's going to be a little different this year. There'll be no spectators along uh, along the street there on the parade route. We're just I think it just it's just one of those things we show up. For a few seconds, ride through the square and, and disappear. It's not going down the entire street. So, oh, vacant. It, it it sounds like it's, it sounds like it's gonna be a good deal, though. It sounds like Judge has actually got his P's and Q's crossed over here. Why? Even 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 if somehow. Well, I mean, I understand, and you know, there's only Joe's house. Well, that was. I mean, he seems to have turned over a new leaf, though. I mean, he, oh, he called you L vacant. When has he ever done that? I mean, spare. And you know, I do have a check for you, sir. This is a, a check where I've been giving out the the tacos from your from 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 your truck to different people and 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 everything. So I would like to to take care of my tab. So this is a this is just a little contribution and just a little extra in there for you too. So you I'm sure you can use it to to, to maybe buy you a second truck. Who knows? Third truck, fourth truck, fifth truck. How many trucks you got? I know there's a lot of trucks, but you can you understand what I'm saying. Enjoy that truck. There you go. Now you got extra. Wow. I mean. Let me see. And it's legit. Out. And it's a good check. It's, it's not gonna matter. It's a good check. It, it looks legit. It's legit. I mean, hold on. Let me. Where's my phone? I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna auto cash this right now and just see if this works. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You, you can do so, I mean, yeah. are, you, are you looking forward to the pay-per-view? I'm much looking forward to the pay-per-view, Judge. I mean... I, I see well. Oh, I, it cleared. Can you look? It was real. Mm-hmm. It's real. <laughs> Are you feeling okay? Are I'm you, feeling great, you? and I wanted to thank everyone for coming out to the pizza and pineapple, I mean pizza and pickle party we had while the brotherhood's locker room there. They had some great pizzas and some pineapple pizza and some pickle pizza and some pepperoni pizza and a bunch of pizzas there. For Judge, I have to ask. I, I have to ask you, Judge, for that for. Um, how, you seem to, you know, before now, your 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 relationship with the Brotherhood, the Opig Brotherhood, has been kind of hot and cold. You, at times, you you know, gotten along with them. At times, you've been uh, their enemies. But it seems like really you've been chummy, chummy, chummy with them lately. What's what what's the deal with that? We're working together on, on getting this stuff taken care of, and you know, they 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 help me, and so I'm I'm I'm, I'm helping them. And to show you how much we're going to help them. I'm going to actually allow you to choose a team to face me and Paragon and Superstars tomorrow night. Wait, you and Paragon? Sure, me and well, Paragon I mean, is going to tag. I mean, I was I tagged with uh, I tagged with with, uh, with with Frank the other night. So, so yeah, me and Paragon, or me me and Neptune, whichever one you want to put me with. Hmm. They're the brotherhood, and I'm I'm, I'm with them. And so it's, it's it's one or two, either one. And you can choose a tag team that you want to put us against. Hmm. Any tag team. Hmm. Any tag team. My choice. Your choice. Okay. Cool. It will be you and Paragon. Versus Teflon Sheik and Claymore, the tag team champions in a non-title match. <laughs> this is going to be great. I've been wanting to get my hands on Teflon Sheik for a while now. Really? Yeah. That will be on Superstars tomorrow. Some tag team love. Judge, Judgment and Paragon to take on the tag team champs in a non-title match tomorrow on Superstars. That should be fun. All right, thank you, Josh. Awesome. Welcome, boss. Thank you. Meantime. All right. So it will. Wow, Elvake, El- you you look stunned. How much money did he give you there? I mean, it was not a small sum. Let's just say there were multiple zeros involved. I have a vac- I have a message here, Elvake, and I got a text. Uh, are you going to spend Thanksgiving with your grandma at Elvie's house? Uh, I had not actually thought that through because I didn't know how people were quarantining and stuff like that. So I don't, I don't actually know. Okay. Well, that was, I was asked to ask you, so there you go. He doesn't know yet. All right. We talked earlier, Ella Vacant, about Hobo Ezekiel's match with hardcore, with a hardcore, uh, what's this, metal man. Uh, the, the naked Fubar City street fight. Hobo, Hobo has his own has his thoughts on this match. Let's listen in if we can. 
when you're close to Jersey, as I am, you don't feel so dirty. So last week, I don't know if it's these vegetabaters, I'm being forced to eat, getting zapped like a moth at a renegade family reunion, but once again, losing to the immortal Griffith of R.A.W.F.'s Mayberry. You got Danny Fife over there on commentary fiddling you know, with a battery in his front shirt pocket to remote me. And then you got Thelma Lou, John Warrior Queen, spraying the Febreze on me in my trash talk match. Sorry. All this electricity to my neck is getting me a little bit charged. But when I was a looking at some of the new faces in that locker room, a particular hokey mask caught my eye. Hardcore Metal Man's Challenge. Ain't you worried what he's going to do to yous? Ain't you worried about Dan Levitan? Well, let me say this. Look at my face. I got more scars and cuts per square inch of my skin than an armadillo has skid marks on its belly on a back road in Texas. Football City Street Fight in New York City? Ain't your concerned eyes wants to fight you and fully exposed? I want to hurt you, wanting to hurt me. I made the match, a guarantee. We will feel pain. This ain't a phase, it's a lifestyle. I felt pain my whole life, H to the double M. It's a tunnel I walked alone inside for a long time. So the question becomes, how much of it can you take at Black Friday when I've gone to chew right on through your skin, cut through your flesh, go straight to bone, and make you a mess? Dan Levitan's only been trying to make my life a living hell because he's only sees and smells something he can't understand. Boy, Lord, I'm a deist, is putting me in the one place I love second to ride in freight trains, and both I do for free. If you're the king of hardcore, metal man, I'm going to take your throne, and I'm going to bring it down on both of us. And when that hulk of mask of a crown you wear tumbles down the streets of New York City, you ask yourself, how many pieces of mask does hardcore metal man need to cover up? What hobo's gonna do to me? You wanna make me bleed? I can do that. And I'll do it naked with a smile on my face.
Hobo Ezekiel sounds like he's ready for Black Friday, El Vacant. Uh, should, should be one hell of a Fubar City Street fight, even if they will be in the buff. It doesn't sound like Hobo's plans on taking it easy on the hardcore metal man. No, no. I, you know, I got to tell you, uh, you know, he said something earlier about the shot collar and, and having listened to him for the last two weeks on, on, on these recordings. Uh, I worry you might be right. I, I think the shot collar is, is helping him. Maybe. I mean, like, it's possible. I think I've ever heard him. You're not wrong. Maybe, uh, but, you know, still, I still may have to have a talk with Dan. That's all I got to say. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, he's got a big night at Black Friday. He is not all, will be defending three titles and challenging for the World Heavyweight Championship at Black Friday. If everything falls just in the line, he could walk out of Black Friday holding six RAWF championships, which would be a new record. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the one and only... Definitely has a chance to make history at Black Friday. Not only can he win a record amount of titles at, held at once, he can also re- break, re-break 
the record for World Heavyweight Championships held. He is the immortal Griffith. Good evening, Griffith. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening. And I, I do so much like making records. So we we do not know who will be your opponent for the White Lightning Championship. We heard about the eight, eight contestants earlier from Coobs. We will ha- hopefully know by Black Friday who will be challenging you. Uh, Hatfield McCoy is down to three potential challengers, Crushing Kelly, Wolfie, and the last one I cannot remember off the top of my head, but, you know, we'll get to that when we get to that at Black Friday. Let's talk about, first of all, your challenger for the men's championship. You've been men's champion for quite a while now, gone through quite a few opponents for that title, uh, including the likes of D's and others. Now you face the Hawkster, who you have admitted you've had some tough battles with in the past. I, I have actually made that, you know, I, I, I will say it, his, his track record against me is not what you would call strong, uh, but he, he, he does provide a really good fight. And, and I have a lot going on that night. I mean, if he has a chance to beat me for a title, that's his chance. I mean, I have, what is it? What did you say? Four five, like 800 title shots that night. What is it? You'll be you'll be in four different matches, all three three of them defending titles and one challenging. And that and that just assumes we don't find ourselves with an ultimate gauntlet challenger. And that's true. That's it's very true. You might have one. Possible that if Coogs wins that match before Black Friday, we could indeed have that title match on Black Friday for for the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship. So. I mean, hopefully for Hawkster, he doesn't walk in there distracted because I have a very busy night. And with it being the men's title, I'll, I'll have had at least two other matches before there. Indeed. So, let's see what happens. But look, I mean, a lot of people keep asking and speculating what I'm doing. I keep, you know, I have all these titles and, you know, someone even this evening tried to say that the point was to keep people from coming after me, which I don't, that's half ass backwards. I don't quite understand that. The more titles I have, the bigger a target I put on myself, you would think the way this industry works. Yes. Um, but the, uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to answer this. Victor. If anyone is concerned, anyone wonders what, why, the franchise decided to uh, make a point of going for some new records. Well, there are some there's some people y'all can thank for that. And I said y'all, yes, I did. Um, uh, there's there's some there's some people you can, you can thank for that. I, and I won't name them by names. I think people can figure it out for themselves. Uh, but you know, some people have been uh, sleeping on the immortal, as it were. Uh, you know, trying to trying to make a name. For themselves by by overlooking him and disrespecting him and and trying to uh, say that his achievements all happened before they arrived or before the RAWF was the powerhouse company that is today, etc., etc., etc. So it, it it seemed like it was time to, to pull my attention away from all of my other endeavors and and focus a little more heavily on RAWF again. Just just to remind certain people and perhaps with certain other people, teach them for the first time what it means 
when you have me focused, when you have me proving a point, what it means is I walk around here with five titles. What it means here is if I decide I'm going to go for the world title, I do. What it means is if I decide that you have something I want, I will take it. And at Black Friday, yeah, I've got a hell of a fight ahead of me. I got a man, and, and problematically, I got a man who doesn't overlook me like that, who doesn't think that, you know, that all of my accomplishments are meaningless. Unfortunately, I have a man who knows exactly who and what I am and will fight me accordingly. So, yeah, I got a fight ahead of me. But if I win that fight, oh, if I win that fight, <laughs> six titles including the world championship, all in my possession at once. Talk after that, big men. See what you can do. And, of course, but your opponent. Up. Even if I lose, even if I lose, I think my point's been proven, don't you, L.A.? Well, I would think so. I certainly would think so. However... I mean, the, the World Heavyweight Championship on the line for the first time ever in a FUBAR City street fight uh, in New York. I say I want to say Madison Square Garden, but there's a pretty good chance, knowing the two of you, that that's going to be taken outside of Mar- Madison Square Garden, possibly down Broadway, possibly in Times Square. Who knows? You might even climb the Empire State Building, knowing the two of you. What are you expecting from Mithras out of this FUBAR City street fight? Hell. I'm expecting hell, to be quite Brutally frank. I've been going through the records. Uh, he doesn't have a huge hardcore background in the R.A.W.F., but there have been some matches, certainly. If you go back and watch those matches, he's no prissy prima donna when it comes to a street fight. He he will go to town like the best of them. You know, he, he comes off like a technician in, in the ring. You know, he's very pure in his wrestling style. But the moment those rules go out the window, so does that style. He... He, he's got some anger in him, and he will use it in a street fight. I mean, it was, in, it was interesting to hear him actually lay out the stipulation for this, wanting a Fubar City street fight. He's never, I mean, while he ha- is capable of it, as you said, he's never been one to, uh, you know, attain that, uh, to, go, to go for that. Why do you think he picked this particular match, this particular time, to ask for this particular step? I, you'd have to ask him. I frankly have no idea. Uh, I, I, I think, uh, I mean, to toot my own horn, I, I think it might be a bit of a mistake on his part, but you know, he likes to, he likes to be innovative. He like he's got this whole thing going on, you know, where he's being innovative. He's trying to do things that haven't been done before. You know, I, on some level, I almost wonder if he's getting a little, uh, a little bored with this career. And if he's just trying to give himself a little spice as it were, you know, and we'll see. Maybe that comes back and bites him. Maybe it comes back and bites me. Who knows? But we'll find out, won't we? It is a highly anticipated match for the World Away Championship at Black Friday, ladies and gentlemen. As I said, two co- two titans of RAWF will collide in Madison. They will at least start in Madison Square Garden. Where they end up and how it all plays out, we will find out this Friday night. Thank you, Griffith. I, I just want to address something out here because apparently, you know, uh, 
you know, apparently because I, I, you know, because I'm the faction of one, people have an issue with this and, you know, they have to, you know, get all, all rowdy and, you know, try and be all big and bad because they're in a faction of 8,000, I guess. But, uh, you know, to, to, to answer a question that's been asked twice tonight, um, what, what will I do with the titles if, if I have them all? Like, asking as if that's some weird question, like, what would I do with them? I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do with them. I'll defend them like a champion does. I, I know that might be hard for you to understand, not being one, but I will defend them. In fact, I'll put it out here right now. If I have all six titles, every single week, I will defend at least one of them, most likely two. Well, to be fair, one of them is the Superstars title, which you have to defend every week. I know what I said. <laughs> no, are you saying you defend two? I am saying it is very likely that I will defend the other belts as well. All right, that's fair. That's Some of them I have to get permission. You know, I, I can't just randomly defend the, the Ultimate Gauntlet Champion without Paragon's consent. I can't randomly defend uh, Hatfield McCoy's without consent, but. You know, if I get those consents, I will certainly consider those as well. Fair enough. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the Immortal Griffith. Another chance for the Immortal One to make history at Black Friday. What will happen? We will find out the day after Thanksgiving. Thank you, Griffith. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, she is our reigning Midnight Hobo Champion. And I don't know that she's in a good mood tonight let's find out she is the one and only On the lovely Maeve O'Hare now joining us on After Hours. Maeve, good evening. Good evening, Bossman. Good evening, Bacon. Hola, Maeve. You look, you look a little uh, perturbed. That is the word I want. It's a good word. Where have you been reading? You know, I, I do know like 37 languages. Well, I, 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 I speak several languages myself, but that don't mean I know all the big words in all of them. That's an impressive word. I spend a lot of time flying around, you know, to different appearances. I, I read. I, uh, that's not what I heard you do on your flight, but. <laughs> that was a very specific flight. I'm still a little tired. <laughs> I do have a question for you, boss man. Hmm. Yes, Yeah. 
the uh, the 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 belts and all. Um, you have to be in the uh, top twenty-five final list in to challenge for any of them, don't you? That is correct. That's what I thought. Clarifying. That is correct, and of course that also means that a champion, as we've seen in the past, has to choose if they want to defend the title from someone in the top twenty-five, but. That is, you know, that's common knowledge. But anywho, Maeve, you know, you, you yeah, your midnight hobo, your midnight hobo champion, Black Irish is doing well. You're doing well, but I'm, I'm, I'm a little concerned about you. What you concerned about, lad? I, I've been watching your matches, as I watch everyone's matches, but it, it seems like you're getting bored in your matches. Am, am I, am I wrong about this? I don't know if I'd say bored. Um, listless, maybe. I don't. I mean, you know, it's it's all well and good to to go out there and put on a match, and I mean, I'll I have to say that uh, some of the matches have been more interesting than others. Um, there's nothing that can be done about the quality of some of the people I have to face. Um, I'm always looking for a new challenge. I'll say that. Well, I mean, I, I, I just, I'm just worried because I know, you know, the last few months have been kind of a whirlwind for you. Three World Heavyweight Championship matches, you know, that was and unable to win the title on any of them. But you did our Midnight Hobo Champion. I mean, you still got a lot to accomplish. Do you? But you say you're getting a little listless. Is that a good thing? I mean, it's. It is what it is, lad. I I go out there and I do my job, and sometimes it's more fun than others. We all have things we have to do that we don't necessarily enjoy, and that's not to do with you or the GMs or nothing like that. It's just how the random draw treats us. But I'm, I'm ready to do more. Uh, obviously, going up against the threshing machine hadn't gone too well for me, and I'm going to take vacant lads' advice under advisement and try to stay out of the, the top two this month just so I, I don't get fed to him again. Um, I have to say, I am interested in what Laddie Buck Luke had to say, though. I, I, I expected as much. Your, thought, your, your thoughts on what uh, Lukey Buck or Laddie uh, Buck or whatever you're Laddie Buck. Okay, Laddie Buck. Um, first and foremost, he needs to be careful because uh, you you keep talking about the leprechauns and they're they're gonna they're gonna come talk, come looking for you. I, I I wouldn't advise making them mad. They're they're devilish when they when they get upset. Um, but moreover, really the the worst thing he has to say about me is that people don't like listening to me talk. That's all he's got. Really. I mean, I can't help yeah, that. Fine, is very English when it comes to having a non-American accent. You you found that too? I have very much. But yeah, I mean, if that's the biggest thing that people have to complain about, then obviously I'm not making enough of a nuisance of myself. And I I do have a request tomorrow <laughs> since he's playing it close to the vest and doesn't want to let us know who he's going to be tagging with. 
I think, sir, sir, I think we should be able to name a stipulation, too, then. And what would that be? We want it to be a hardcore match. A Fubar City Street Fight Tag Team match. Okay. I think I can accommodate that. Thank you, lad. Appreciate it. Speaking of Fubar City Tag Team matches. All right. Very well. Some folks, um, some folks have been running their mouths about how I, the black Irish are scared to face them. And I tried explaining this to them, and apparently I didn't find enough small words, so I'm going to try again. It ain't that we're scared. It's that we have better things to do. I'm in a title match. IKP is in a title match. Scythe is in a title match. Why should we be paying attention to folks who can't get themselves in title matches and therefore have nothing to do? What possible benefit is there to us? I mean, that's just Can you answer that? Because no, because none of them ever could. It, was, it just came down to the same schoolyard. Oh, you must be scared. Oh, you're scared. Oh, you're scared. I ain't scared. I've got nothing to be scared of from any of them. Frankly, they're not interesting enough. Give me a challenge worth fighting, and I'll go for it. So I just wanted to, to lay that out and clear the air. Um, and I'll go ahead and say, because I'm sure that someone's going to call in after me and try to last word me and rewrite history. Renegade, by and large, got nothing I'm impressed with. There's a few folk over there who give me a good match. Mithras is obviously impressive. Dev, I've been very impressed with, nearly kicked my arse several times in our last match together, and I'm not taking nothing away from them. But for the most part, and of course you're saying, I, I, always, I always forget you're a renegade lad because you don't run around yelling with them. Uh, but by and large, I don't see nothing to be impressed with. They, they give me something worth talking about, and I'll pay attention to them. Until then, I'm not interested. Fair enough, maybe. Anything Fair else? Enough. Yeah, um, you mentioned random draw. Oh, you know, Lord, what have you done to me now? You, you mentioned how bored you were. You mentioned how listless and how things. Maybe tomorrow won't be as boring or listless for you when you take on fellow black Irish member Iceman King Parsons. Oh, laddie black Iceman. That'll be fun. I always have a good time facing him. No, I think I think that'll be just the thing to entertain me. I'm looking well, forward to it. There you go. Little little warm up match. It's not even my before. birthday. Thank you, lad. No problem. So oh, good. I'm glad you're happy. So let me ask you this though. Uh, with one last message for any last messages for Beast or thoughts for Beast before you defend the Midnight Hobo Championship at Black Friday. As I said earlier, I'm, I'm dreadful sorry that, that he, he don't want to admit that a lady got the best of him. Uh, first of all, I ain't a lady. And second of all, he needs to get used to it because I'm not planning on giving this belt back anytime soon. He made the mistake of challenging me thinking that he were going to walk over me, and then he tried to make himself look big and bad by saying he didn't really care. But now all of a sudden he cares immensely and wants this belt back. What happened to those bigger and better things that this belt were keeping you from, lad? 
What, what happened to all those goals? Uh, what, whatever you had on, on the line for that, you better go back to it because you're not getting your hands on the belt. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, she is the Midnight Hobo Champion, Mave O'Hare. She is ready for Superstars tomorrow and for Black Friday afterwards. Mave, thank you. Thank you, Bossman. Good night, Baker. Hasta la bye-bye. And we, last but not least for the evening, another member of Black Irish. She will be in a Thanksgiving bash on Black Friday Against Moxie, food is going to fly as among as probably some body parts as well. She is the one and only. Ladies and gentlemen, she is crushing Kelly. Good evening, Kelly. Good evening, boss. How you doing? I'm <laughs> doing good. Uh, say, not gonna say hi to El Vacant. Hey, El Vacant. Don't mean Hola. to left <laughs> It's just a thing. They they all gotta say. But anyway, uh, so. Kelly, Thanksgiving bash. What are you doing in preparation for the match against Moxie? Uh, I'm assuming you don't need to read any recipe books or anything like that. How how are you preparing for this match? Well, as far as the food, like I said last time, I'm paying somebody to fix all that food. It may cause quite a mess, but I expect all that mess to be all over Moxie. And, you know, that, that so, I mean, you're expecting it to be all over Moxie. I'm sure you, you're also looking to deal out some pain and win the match, right? Is it just going to be a foo fight for fun? And there's going to be some serious ass-kicking going on when you two face off. I found out a lot, I realized a long time ago that I take great pleasure in doling out a lot of pain. So, believe me. This isn't just all pleasantries. This is a lot of hardcore blood and maybe some extra goodies and weapons to use. Uh, Knock her ass out. Well, you've certainly been been making a statement as of late, Kelly, and I have expect that Black Friday will be no different. Um, however, tomorrow on Superstars, a challenge for you as you will be taking on 
a former two-time R.A.W.F. World Heavyweight Champion in Lady Vex. Ooh. Interesting challenge. Well, it's not like I haven't gone against the biggest and baddest before. I can do, I can do it. I can deal with it. Now, granted, she's... A- she is in. She is wrestling with an injury. That's. So, I mean, you may. She may. But she's been still been. Seems. It doesn't seem to be hampering her as far as the rankings go. So, I'd be be careful not to underestimate her. Oh, well, I'm not underestimating her in the least. Better not underestimate me. That's all I'm saying. I very seriously doubt Lady Vex doesn't underestimate people. I, I know this for a fact. So I don't think you have to worry about that. Should be a good match for you tomorrow on Superstars. Good luck and good luck at Black Friday. Thank you. All right. Well, folks, we're running a little late tonight. I'm going to run through the promotions real quick and get the heck out of here. Uh, so with that being said, Kelly, do you have anything to promote tonight? One thing real quick, I'm promoting Inland Empire Wrestling. Finally got a, for everybody to check out. Take a look at it. We have three shows going on. Two of them, one starting tomorrow, which is Sunday Sadistic, which is our all-hardcore show. And we're building up our roster. We're trying to especially build up our Vixens roster. So, if you are interested, either at the Atheist Wall, I think that's his nickname now, the Atheist Wall, Chris Sharpstein, or myself, for an invite. All right. Thank you, Kelly. Maeve, anything you'd like to promote tonight? No, I've said my piece. All right. Coogs? Anything? I just wanted to give the the people that are in the quarterfinals, because we have quite a few of RAWFers that are in that memorial tournament that we started back in October. Uh, we have Beardy, Kitos, IKP, Brew, Ricky Evil, Boney, uh, Chris Cage, and Prince. And they're all in the quarterfinals. All right. Thank you, Coops. L Vacant. See, all right, so at uh, Black Friday, we're going to have a couple specials, you know, because of Thanksgiving, you know, because that hasn't passed yet. Um, so, at, you know, for the note of taco trucks, uh, we're going to have a special dessert, a uh, pumpkin tres leches. It's uh, very yummy. My my brother came up with it while hanging out over at uh, some elf lady's place. Um, and then uh, I also, we're going to go have a special, uh, left quote, unquote, leftover burrito. You know, it's a classic turkey and stuffing and cranberries all inside the burrito. So uh, you come down to the taco truck and, you know, you get yourself a little taste of the Thanksgiving, you know, because it's not over yet. All right. Thank you, Elvigant. Last but not least, and then a couple thing more things from me and we'll get out of here. The Immortal Griffith. <laughs> Coming soon to an R.A.W.F. near you. World Records set and shattered simple and well put 
Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow's Superstars live from Buffalo. Let's see some of you. And let's see if I can get some other matchups for you all. Coogs, you're taking on your good your old friend Shadow Press tomorrow on Superstars. RA taking on the unsettled Chris Cage. I know they're both out there. Uh, the Great Red Dragon to take on the Teflon Sheik, if, if either of them are in earshot. Hot Shot Chaz to take on Max Palo. Strangleheart to take on Liam O'Shaughnessy. Uh, Judgment takes on the Count of Monte Fisto. Uh, Mithras to take on Knox Boogie. Beast takes on Deez. Uh, and well, you all have to, re- rest of you have to wait till tomorrow because I'm ready to go. Everybody have a good night. This has been RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Ow!